This episode is sponsored by State Farm. You a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Well, look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Hey there, Stackers. Happy Saturday. Just got back from the Live United Bowl in Texarkana and thought, you know what? Today would be a fantastic day for us to give you some extra stuff, some extra love. You know, we're uh, still a few days away from the end of Hanukkah. We're in the middle of Christmas season. We're just in a great time of the year. It's been a weird 2021. How about we uh, just throw a little extra in here for you? So I'm hoping that you love this as much as we loved making it. We haven't done a live show since 2017. And we did a series of live shows. We did comedy clubs. And we wanted to do those again next year. But with my book tour coming, and you'll have more on that on Monday with Stacked, I realized that putting on eight shows that are completely different versus 42 cities where we do pretty close to the same thing in the cities is uh, it just isn't doable. So I'm super happy we got to do this uh, live show in Cincinnati. And I'm also frustrated because I really, really wanted to do more. And I love doing live shows. But as you hear today, uh, there are a lot of work. They're a ton of fun. So here is what is you're about to hear. Our good friend, Diana, my mom's cousin, Diana, if you've listened to the show before, runs the Economy Conference in Cincinnati. And this was a phenomenal conference of money geeks. And it's basically TED Talks about money. And it's funny because if you're not a money nerd or you're new to the show, you go, oh, money, ah, gross. It's, you know what's funny? It's actually much more about values and about getting where you want and having the life that you want. And man, if you didn't leave Cincinnati a few weeks ago, just completely empowered and feeling like there's nothing that you can't handle and that you have a bunch of people who are trying to do the same thing that you're trying to do, then I think that I think that's on you because, man, was it fantastic. And by the way, the next time that she has an economy conference, which we've been told is going to be April 2023, I would highly recommend that you sign up. But it was our honor uh, to be the kickoff event, a live Stacking Benjamin show the evening before economy. That is what you're about to listen to. Doc G will be the guy who will be introducing the crowd to it. A lot of people in the show, a lot of people there had never heard of the Stacking Benjamin show. So that's why we started there. And then, uh, and then we kind of threw people for a loop because, well, and, and, and you'll hear, by the way, there is some, I don't know if there's really swearing in the episode. It depends on on, on your definition of swearing, our guests have a blog that I absolutely like, uh, love, don't even like, I love their blog, their blog. I've said this a lot. They've been my favorite blog for a long time. I think they're fantastic. Uh, these two women, and I'm about to say their name. So I think that you want to, uh, either pause this. If there are kids in the car, listen to it yourself before you decide whether this word is fine or not, but here we go. Ready? Three, Two, one. I'm going to say it. Bitches get riches is where our guests, uh, Kitty and Piggy from Bitches Get Riches, and they're fan, absolutely fantastic. So love, love, love their stuff. I love the way they bring a new audience uh, into the fold. People that are not your traditional finance nerds are definitely people that Kitty and Piggy are able to reach. So we're glad that they're there. 
We have another special guest on the show. This is live from Cincinnati. A very special episode. By the way, big thanks to the people at Westwood One slash Cumulus for uh, helping us bring out this extra episode today. Happy holidays to all of you. More holiday fun stuff coming, but here it is live from Cincinnati in the Economy Conference, the Stacking Benjamin Show, live. All right, everybody. Can you take your seats, please? Everybody, you ready? You, You ready to have some fun? All right, well, this is the Stacking Benjamins live show. I am Doc G, the host of the Earn and Invest podcast. Come on, come on. We are going to do two things tonight. The first is a live Stacking Benjamins show. And then we're going to take a 10-minute break followed by a Q&A where we're going to talk about the making of the show. Then Joe is going to talk about some fire ideas from his new book, Stacked, which comes out next month. And last but not least, we're going to answer some of your questions. Let's jump right into it. First and foremost, let me hear you loud. How many of you are fans of the Stacking Benjamin Show? I heard that. Just as importantly, how many of you have never heard of the Stagging Benjamin Show until you signed up for this live event? Come on. All right, I'm especially excited for you because you're in for a treat. This show, what you're going to see here tonight, is not like many other financial podcasts. While most shows offer straightforward advice on FIRE and the financial independence lifestyle, Stacking Benjamins is more like a love letter to the intersection of financial bliss and creativity. This is not a straightforward show, and in fact, it's crafted specifically to make you feel welcome. The show takes place in Joe's mom's basement. And Joe's mom's neighbor, Doug, is the narrator of your journey. Let me try to explain Doug to you. This is not easy. (laughs) Let's say you have a group of friends and ask someone to ask you about your group of friends. And a brave person will stand up and you say, you know how in every group of friends we have that guy? Well, if you think your group doesn't have... That guy, guess what? You're that guy. And you're not alone, because so is Doug. Next, we have OG. He is the real-life CFP. He prefers a blunt hammer to to the softer approach. But don't we all need someone in our life like that? Upstairs is Joe's mom. And she's often baking brownies, and we are surprised at not only how good they taste, but we often wonder exactly what's in them. (laughs) Let me tell you, when I say that they're baked brownies, I think you know what I mean. And last but not least, there is Joe, the ringmaster of what we like to call the greatest money show on earth, I know that after listening to this taping tonight, you'll see that the Stacking Benjamins is made a lot like Joe's mom's cakes with a lot of love and attention to detail. So let me tell you about the show. First, Joe and OG are going to talk about a headline. And then we're going to have Doug up here to give us some of his famous trivia. Now, let me tell you, if you've been listening occasionally to the Friday shows, you know that I, Doc G, am a master at Doug's trivia. I usually hit it, I I usually hit it right on the button or within a factor of 20. (laughs) Now, don't worry if you don't know the answer. These questions are meant to fool you a little bit. They they certainly do me. We're actually going to have three participants from the audience, give it a shot. (laughs) 
which reminds me, if you want to participate in the show, you're going to have to come over here and find Doug so he can share his mic with you. If you're lucky, Doug is kind of a diva. After the trivia, we're going to have our special guests on, and I cannot wait for you to meet our special guests. And at the end, they're going to answer a question that comes from you, the audience. So this is another chance for one of you to participate and become a part of this live show. But not only the live show, this will be on the Stacking Benjamins podcast in the future. So be loud, have fun, and follow me down the steps to Joe's mom's basement. Oh, oh, wait, I forgot. I, I have a special message here. Due to some airline abnormalities, the part of OG is going to be played by his understudy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Stacking Benjamins podcast. As the Stacking Benjamins rock and roll tour bus rolled in for the live show, fresh off that Texas Hold'em poker incident at the Cracker Barrel in Dayton, where luckily, the only thing that got hurt was the waitress's feelings. The team did what they do best, fight. The guy known as OG whined as usual about the lack of a private plane or mini sausages at the Super 8 Motel. Joe droned on and on about his most recent trip to some place or the other. And Doug was busy driving the bus and concocting his latest get-rich-quick scheme. Doesn't sound like fighting. Joe yelled, Doug, that's a damn Ponzi scheme. <laughs> Have you listened to us once? OG ignored everything but his own needs, wondering only when the attendant will be along with my lemon-scented hot towels. And they only ever stopped fighting when the radio played their favorite song. So you sound like crap, dude. That's terrible. You're terrible. You're, no, you're, no, you're terrible. You're both terrible. This is a stop it. Suck at this. You suck. to you. Then on cue, neighbor Doug rolled his eyes when Joe shared for the 37th time that South Detroit is really Canada. An OG called Steve Perry an average vocal talent, to which Doug exploded, screaming, and I quote, I'm pulling this bus over so we can settle this once and for all. But somehow, they made it unscathed to the University of Cincinnati. And not a moment too soon. But as they say, life finds a way. And now, guitars firmly in place and pants gripping tight. The woman behind the curtain gives them the thumbs up that the hall's full, the crowd's quiet, and Doc G's intro is finished. Now, they'd somehow, some way, pull together another Stacking Benjamins live show. neighbor Doug and have you ever had one of those dreams where you're in your finest heavy metal gear in front of a crowd of adoring fans many of whom are throwing their underwear at you well what, what, what whoa hey ho not whoa nice oh awesome Joe that went even better than that prison gig we did these might fit I'm going to add these to my personal rotation. All right, let's see if we can top that by bringing you two of our favorite bloggers. From the Plutus Award-winning Bitches Get Riches, it's Piggy and Kitty. And they are totally winning the internet with that name, by the way. 
Plus, in our headline segment, all the important things are heating up. I mean, clearly the Bearcats here at the university are pretty hot. The Yeah, let's hear it. Reds had a respectable season. I mean, what's up with the Bengals? They might be better than Detroit this year. Me- <laughs> Meanwhile, even less important things like the real estate market's hot all across the nation. But what about right here in Cincinnati? And does that extend out into the neighborhoods? We'll share some recent stats and get our audience's take on their real estate adventures. That's you. Be ready. But that's not all. We'll find three lucky contestants from the audience who will compete to win some SB swag and Cincinnati-themed prizes, i.e. my leftover Skyline Chili. And now, two guys who clutch their microphones a little tighter in public. No, not those microphones. What is the matter with you? It's Joe and O-J-J-J-J-G! Yeah, baby! Yeah! What the? Wait, 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 wait a minute. What the hell are you wearing? This was rock and roll, Joe. Yeah, baby! That's not rock and roll, Joe. Jimi Hendrix! You're a Teletubby. You're not even close. No. I'm not a Teletubby. I'm Jimi Hendrix. Uh, I'm Prince. Barney. Go with me. Okay. Okay, fine. Hey, everybody. Welcome to uh, Heavy Metal for the Win. How is everybody? (laughs) Have a lot of fun. I'm Joe Salcii, Average Joe Money on Twitter. And beside me is my faithful companion, Mr. OG. OG, ladies and gentlemen. In the house. We were so sad last night when we got the message that uh, not only had, a, a, first of all, American canceled their flight. Like, that's a cool, because he had one booked on Delta, and then Delta canceled their flight. But luckily, we got an upgrade. We got Paula Pam from Afford Anything. Joe, be honest, be honest. OG got put on the do not fly list. <laughs> Well, there might be that, too. There might be just a little bit of that going on. But congratulations on being his understudy. That's good. Uh, Study is a generous term, but thank you. (laughs) That is true when it comes to OG. But we got a great show for you tonight. We're going to talk about real estate. Anybody interested in real estate? Yes. We got bitches get riches here. How about that? Yes. We're going to have to beep some shit out tonight. Yes, we're going to be doing that. But first, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. You a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Well, look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. Do you want your money to dream big? Do you want your money to be a total self-starter? Are you annoyed that your money doesn't work hard enough? Well, don't worry. Betterment is here to help. Betterment's the automated investing and savings app that makes your money hustle. Their automated technology is built to help maximize returns, meaning when you invest with Betterment, your money can auto-adjust as you get closer to your goal, rebalance if your portfolio gets too far out of line, and your dividends are automatically reinvested. That can increase the potential for compound returns. In other words... Your money's breaking a sweat while you can be breaking bread. You'll never picture your money in the same way again. Betterment, the automated investing and savings app that makes your money hustle. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Investing involves risk. Performance is not guaranteed. Hello, darlings. And now it's time for your favorite part of the show, our stacking Benjamin's headlines. Uh, Our headline today is uh, courtesy of USA Today just a few days ago. You may have seen this headline. This little company named Zillow. Are you guys familiar with Zillow? Begins with a Z, rhymes with pillow. I think you made them up. I don't know if you know Zillow. Zillow, apparently, selling thousands of homes in the U.S. Uh, The Seattle-based real estate company, USA Today writes, is trying to unload about 8,000 houses around the country after the company stopped its home buying operation. 
Zillow offers, citing a backlog in renovations and other operations due to labor and supply constraints. But Paula, I'm going to go to you on this one Mm -hmm. because you're our real estate expert. Uh I don't think it's labor and supply constraints. I think a woman named Maria woke up and went, oh, crap, we're over leveraged. (laughs) I I do believe that labor and supply constraints play a big role in it. There is a labor shortage. There's an upstream material shortage. Um, So certainly I think Zillow is feeling the pressure of of both of those things. Yeah, but yeah, okay. Yes, but... I know in your in your course, you have a course where you teach people about buying real estate. Uh-huh. I know what you tell people to do is go out and buy 8,000 houses sight unseen yes. around the U.S. In fact, what we do is we blindfold them and then we spin them around in circles really, really fast. And then we like have them go pin the tail on the donkey, um, hit a pinata. Yeah, exactly. These houses are all over the United States. Atlanta, 353 homes. Tampa, uh, 299 homes. Phoenix, 292. But you scroll down here just a little bit past Dallas. Minneapolis and Denver, and guess who we got? Cincinnati. 112 houses. Well, actually, that's not good news. They're going to be unloading 112 houses if you're trying to get real estate prices up. Uh, See more than 112 people here. That could be that could be ugly. Uh, Listen to this: the Cincinnati Inquirer says because you talk about how real estate's local, right? Mm -hmm. There's not really a, a, a nationwide real estate. Um, market. There's market. many, many, many local markets. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, here in Cincinnati, the Cincinnati Inquirer says Cincinnati's housing market has recently showed signs of, quote, normalizing. Mm-hmm. And in fact, listen to this. In August, more sellers marked down the list price on their homes than at any time since 2019 with listing prices for homes and condos in southwest Ohio reduced by an average of 5%. People are finally... People are discounting their houses. We're not Mm -hmm. seeing the people asking 20% over anymore. Right. So what has happened, and I love the term that the Cincinnati Inquirer used when they said normalized. Okay. Uh, Yes. Because so from 2012 until 2020, home prices nationwide, and you're right, there is no such thing as a national market. There's many, many local markets. But home prices nationwide during that time span averaged, uh, on average, 5.8% per year annually. But... From April 2020 through April 2021, home prices grew nationwide at about 17%. And so this normalization that they're talking about in this article means that don't expect 17% returns, but you can, you know, if it normalizes, it could be a reversion back to those 5% returns that we saw over the past decade. Yes. And there's lots of different ways to buy real estate. How many people here own real estate? Yeah, keep those hands up for a second because we want to talk to a couple of you. Um, do I keep the hands up, guys, just for, just for a second? Yes. Yes. What is, what is your name? I'm Jennifer. Jennifer, what kind of real estate do you own? A single family home. Okay, just, just one home? Just our own Like home. a rental property? No, just our own home. Oh, your own home. Well, that's actually interesting. Do you consider that an investment? I, I do. I love that you own your own home, but I do not consider it an investment. Uh, your own home certainly has a lot of emotional satisfaction. There's many reasons to own a personal residence, but it is not, strictly speaking, an investment property. But I like the idea of making a good investment decision, right? So is now a time to be buying a new personal residence? Ooh, I mean, that depends on your own personal factors. It depends on your, uh, your age, your income, your other debts, the, the amount of time that you expect to spend either living in or holding onto the property. So yeah. uh, there's no, there's no one-size-fits-all answer. I'm just laughing because you and I have had conversations for 10 years, and you've never been in mesh, and I've never been in purple. So I just, I just got, that you know <laughs> of. <laughs> That's true. A lot of times the video's off when we're talking, so who knows. Uh, somebody else. Who else? Who, who owns rental, rental properties? Yes. Uh, what is your name? Justin Pogue. J- Justin, how are you, man? I'm great. Justin has a fantastic brand where he, he's been on our show before helping renters uh, uh, do uh, get better mortgage, excuse me, get better, uh, get better I, I teach, rental. I teach renters how landlords think so they can negotiate better Thank with you. their Ooh. landlord. Said much more, be- much more better than me. <laughs> much more better. <laughs> much more better. But Justin, how, many, how much rental property do you own? We, we've been scaling back recently, but we got up to 72 units at one point. 72. Wow. Yeah. And why are you, are you scaling back because of this normalization? Because things are... Well, we're selling on the news and the prices have gone up. So we're uh, taking the time, taking the chance to uh, redeploy some assets. Right. Yeah. My, 
my son, uh, who owns seven, he's 26, he owns seven rental houses. Excellent. Uh, he, he uses the bird method. You guys know the bird method of, of buying houses. Did you use a method like that? So you know what? It's when you're very cold while you buy. <laughs> He's buying them in Detroit in yeah, the winter. That's oh. true. Yes, that's what that means. No. Uh, 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 you're buying it, basically, you're buying it, you're rehabbing it, then you, after you renovate it, then you take the equity that's in the house and you use it to secure the next one. Oh, I was doing that. I didn't even know what it was called. There you are. <laughs> you're doing it. Yes. Does somebody own a property? Thank you, Justin. Uh, thank you. Thank you. I'm going to talk to you later, Justin, about your biceps. I need to borrow them for my t-shirt. <laughs> uh, and is, does somebody own commercial property? Anybody own commercial real estate? Inter- Interesting that. Go. Somebody over there. Let's talk to you for a second. What is your name? Uh, Pete. Never Pete. Pete who? Uh, mustache. Pete Mustache. <laughs> yes. Pete Mustache. Pete Mustache. Pete Mustache. By the way, it's about damn time, Pete, we got you on my show. This is what it took. Yes. But commercial real estate, Pete, is that a different game than buying residential property? Uh, I put my hand up kind of not, you know, as a joke because I have a very non-serious commercial real estate. But it's still different. It's still different than residential. Yeah. Well, thank you. I, <laughs> I, 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 I have more? to say, I have, been, be I have been to Pete's commercial piece of real estate. Yeah. And what I recall, uh, I recall Pete sweeping the floors himself. And I recall a gigantic keg of beer. Those are the two. Those are my two pieces of recollection. To be fair, it's a normal size keg of beer, but they're, all, <laughs> they're always fairly heavy. Is that the key to commercial real estate, Pete? The keg of beer? Yeah, I think if you offer your customers free beer, that ensures customer loyalty. And then wait an hour for them to sign. Yes, Mr. Money Mustache, everybody. Thank you. Thanks. All right. No, I just want the mic. I'll I'll take for people, I just wanted the mic. For people, Paula, that for people that mm-hmm. aren't interested in buying their own properties. I thought you were going to say their own keg of beer. Their own keg of beer. <laughs> I am definitely not interested in buying my keg of beer. I love it when somebody else buys it. But but if you're not interested in buying property, real estate's still a fantastic place to be because of the fact that stocks and real estate over long periods of time are the two asset classes that reliably kick inflation's butt, right? And that's what we're trying to do. They do, yes. They kick inflation's butt. And I have a fancy nerdy term, low correlation. Oh, nice. Picking up what I'm putting down. So if you're not interested in buying uh, real estate yourself, if you're not interested in directly purchasing a property, uh, your favorite four letters of the alphabet are R-E-I-T, a REIT. Yes. um, Because that's a way to get some exposure to the real estate asset class without buying something yourself. Yeah, and you're thinking long term and you still like this idea that it, normalization, just think normalization. Normalization. Yeah, normalization. Good stuff. I Return think, to normalcy. Yes, I think that's our takeaway from our headline. OG doesn't do this. Upgraded OG. OG, yes. OG does this. He just doesn't look that good. It is good time for it. our trivia challenge where, where normally we have uh, Paula, Lenpenzo, and OG uh, try to guess our trivia. We got a couple great things. We got some Stacky Benjamins heavy metal swag. We, we got some. <laughs> this isn't a big stadium. We got some. We got some more of those in the back, by the way. Uh, we, we brought a few, so if you'd like to get yourself uh, some of these. We're not here to sell T-shirts. I don't make any money on T-shirts. So we we're totally here to sell T-shirts. But uh, we're giving you that. And get this. Everything good from Cincinnati's in this box. I've been told. So you're getting Cincinnati box. You're getting that. Paula will dance for you. And we're going to give you Whoa. a what, what are you that promising, came, that came <laughs> That might have come out wrong. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah. Uh, and we will give you, this is the best part, a photo of us with you suitable for framing. You're welcome, America. You're welcome. All right. Who would like to take part in our trivia challenge? We, we need, need three. three people. We need three. Are you picking out three? We need three. How come? Yeah. I think we need right here. We need right here. There we go. And put them up Come again up. right here. Hold, hold on right there. Stop right there. Melissa. Come on up. Hold on. What is your name, Melissa? Melissa. That is so weird. Melissa, what do you do? Um, I just started working as a quality manager. All right. Nice job. 
Fantastic. Has this show been quality? Has this been quality? Are we passing? Now that I'm going to have a commute, I'm going to have to get this Stitcher going again. It's been great so far, though. No, thank you. Right. We're only partway through, but thank you. Big hand for Melissa, everybody. You're Come right up here. on stage, Melissa. Here. Come on. You don't have to climb. You can go right through there and up the stairs. Yes, and your name, sir? Hey there. I'm Woody. Woody! Fantastic. Woody, what do you do? I work in technology with Apple. And technology with that, would you kill us? Would you have to kill us if you told us what it was? Uh, I just can't tell you. Yeah, right. <laughs> nice. And he may or may not kill us. Well, thank you. I have the new phone, and it's wonderful, so thank you, Woody. Woody, who makes all our phones. Come on up, Woody. Yes. And what's your name? Ellie. I'm sorry? Ellie. Ellie. Ellie, what do you do? I'm a nurse. A nurse. Hi. Thank you so much. Man. What a tough time to be a nurse. Come on up, Ellie. Come on up. So we'll sit you guys here. And here's what we do for those of you that are new to the show. These questions can be a little hard. Doug's question. So what you're trying to do is be the closest, all right? You probably won't know the answer, but if you're the closest. So, Melissa, you'll go first. Woody, you'll go second. And Ellie, you get to go third. So congratulations. All right. We ready to do this, everybody? All right, Doug. What's our question? Cincy sons of bitches? What the, what the hell are you anyway? Cincy peeps? Yeah, we're going with peeps. That's what it's going to be tonight. I'm Joe's mom's neighbor, Doug. Clearly, the part of this show that's the grease on the show's wheels. Shall we say the, 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 the syrup on the show's pancakes, the brown sugar on this show's skyline chili? That's disgusting. No, I'm just the chili in the chili. I'm all the chili. We're just keeping it real. And I'm here with these three amazing people. Talking about life in the incredible city of Cincinnati. You know what's the best about Cincinnati? That it's not Columbus. <laughs> no, what's... Pause for so laughs. Good. You know what's Go second party. best? It's practically not even in Ohio. Hey, look, it is no mistake that OH is also the beginning of Oh Hell No. Kentucky is truly, it's like it's right over there, it's right there. You're, you're almost Kentuckian, so it's cool, it's fine. Cincinnati is a fantastic place, seriously. It's got this amazing history, it's got the zoo, the great sports, Ohio River, the Montgomery Barbecues right up the road, the place is awesome. So, let's get you to some Cincinnati-related trivia. Wow, wait a minute, already? We're already going to do the trivia. That was my short intro. <laughs> so, here we go. Cincinnati, at one point, had a subway system. Did you know that? No, you didn't know that. It cost a lot of money to develop and plan. But sadly, the Cincinnati never ran. The system had over six miles of tunnel and above-ground staging that was prepped before the project was abandoned. So here's today's question. I know I came a little fast, but I'll slow it down for you here. Here's today's question. How many stations were there along that initial subway route? Woody is thinking really hard right now. I'll be back with the answer as soon as we see how these contestants guess. Here we go. All right. How many subway stops here in Cincinnati on the original route that they planned? Uh, Melissa, you've got the honor of going first. What are you thinking? I'm going to go with three. Three. Three stops. Three stops. Oh, you know what? This isn't the price is right. We're not shouting out answers. There's no Chrysler Cordoba up here for, for the winning. <laughs> that's right. All right, Woody. What do you think about three? You think that's a good one? It's a good guess. Okay. I got to say, I've been to those tunnels, was not arrested, but didn't really want to spend a whole lot of time there. But I also didn't walk around through the whole thing because so much of it is bricked up. Yeah. But I'm going to go with 12. 12? Wow. Wow. So you said that was a good guess, and then you multiplied it by four. <laughs> I got, also, I love the, the, you clarified that you were not arrested. That's good, too. <laughs> because I would have just assumed that had you not said it. For running an underground chop shop in the old subway system. Just to let you know, because this is being recorded, I was not arrested. Ellie, guess what you got? You get the last guess. So it, <laughs> that's my question. If, it, if I go over, do I win? Or I, 
Is it the closest? No. You know what's funny? We used to do it where it was it had to be the best without going over, and people got pissed. I had people. I was in Orlando doing a show, and people were like, "You got to get rid of that or over thing." <laughs> wow. There's a lot of reasons to get mad, but that's. Uh, yeah. So just closest. So I'm gonna say twenty. Twenty stops. Nice. All right. Hey, Staggers, is Military Appreciation Month. You know what that means. We are recognizing all of our stackers in the audience. My good friend, Nords, Doug Nordman, who uh, some of you may know, he is a writer in personal finance. He's a guy I'd like to do a shout out to. He is such a giving member of the FIRE community, the Financial Independence Retire Early community. Uh, Nords will do anything for you. It's just, I think some of that comes from his time on a submarine, like my nephew Colin, who's on a submarine right now, and all the work that uh, he did there. Just a super giving member of the community. And you know what? A Navy Federal Credit Union wants to celebrate their members who go above and beyond, not this month, but every month. Navy Federal offers members only exclusive rates, discounts, and tools to empower their members and help them reach their goals. Here's one of their offers in honor of Military Appreciation Month. Join and get $50 when you open a credit card. Of course, you want them to have your whole debt strategy planned out, don't you? Don't just go open a credit card willy-nilly, as mom says. Uh, here's a disclaimer. you got to join and open your membership savings account between May 1st and May 31st, so get on it, stackers. Annual percentage yield is a 0.25% for membership savings account, $5 minimum balance to open. Maintain your membership savings account to obtain the bonus. Visit NavyFederal.org for full terms and conditions. That's just one of the things. They offer 24-7 help for their U.S.-based service members. They have resources all over the place. Head to NavyFederal.org for full terms, conditions, and other offers. Navy Federal is insured by NCUA Equal Housing Lender. We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they can also be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. Oh, God. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right. U.S. Cellular, a company that sells phones, wants us to put down our phones and to see what we find. Learn more at uscellular.com slash built for us. All right. All right. Paula, yes. you grew up in Cincinnati. I did. I did. Uh, which one of these, Melissa, Woody, or Ellie? What do you think? Well, okay. So I have to say... I grew up in Cincinnati. I spent 18 years of my life here. My dad is an emeritus professor of this place, the University of Cincinnati. But so you got all, all, all kinds of background. Um, and, and, all kinds of background. And I used to work at the Cincinnati Union Terminal where the railways uh, converge. Good. And so based so on who's all get of it? that experience, I have to say, I have no idea. <laughs> Good. Nice. All that. Really? Yeah. No idea. No, or, well, no. you know who does know? Okay. Believe it or not, the dude with the mullet this over guy. there. This guy. Yes. Doug, what's our answer, man? Hey there, WKRP and Cincinnati fans. Remember that show? Yeah, you remember that show. You know the one your parents used to watch? You know, if we really wanted to make a splash in Cincy, we would have done a turkey drop just like on that classic episode. For the six people listening who aren't aware... You know, the famous station, they, they realized nothing could make a bigger marketing splash than distributing turkeys around the city in their own special way. But how'd that work out for him, Joe? It was, it was great. Anybody know that WKRP skit? That is so awesome. I Tur- loved we, it. We I thought lo- turkeys could fly. Yeah, I love Arthur P. Carlson. As God is my witness. What could possibly go? That sounds like something that we would do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right there. All right. Well, that would have been amazing. We realized, you know, we were going to do the same thing, but we're indoors, and so that kind of cramped our style. Might not have the same effect. So instead, we got some indoor theme trivia. Today's question was around the Cincinnati subway. Over six miles of tunnel were dug, and above-ground areas were prepped. But how many stations was the system supposed to have? According to the 1918 scheme, at the height of planning, there were 12 stations behind the route. Sadly, a world war in the Great Depression put the kibosh on the project, just like it did to projects all over the U.S., but the only thing that matters is that tonight, Woody is our winner. Wow. So do you have the apple chip implanted right in your brain so that you could Google that while we were asking? Is that how that works? Yes. Woody apparently walked the whole thing but was not arrested. (laughs) Yes. 
Big hand for Ellie and Melissa. Thank you so much. Thank By you. By the way, you do exchange those. Right. Just talk to Tina in the back. All right, losers off the stage. And guess what, Woody? Come on over here, man. You get your prize. All right. Because you get Cincinnati you. in a box. Woohoo! And you get the shirt. And well, the best part, the you get the picture with us. Do, do, do you have a camera? I got this one. Yeah, yep. it's good. If you want to give it to Doc G. There you go. Um, and he'll need your social security number as well. Yes. <laughs> yes. All your passwords. Yep. All right. We ready to count go? Count it down. Okay. Ready? Count it. Count it. Are you ready? Yep. Yeah. On three, three. Two. One. Go. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Woody. Great worthy. Nice job, man. All right. Big hand for Woody, everybody. So now we're a third of the way through the damn show. And against all odds, the guys have somehow managed to cobble together something better than mediocre. But how do they do it? What's on their mind? Let's listen in. Right now, OG's thinking... Do you think this hotel has terry cloth robes? My other hotel did. I love those robes. When is this getting over? can't wait oh wait probably shouldn't say that oh i'm not saying that i'm thinking that while across the stage doug's wondering that dude in the third row keeps wink is he winking at me? i think he's winking at me maybe i should wink back and also have you ever noticed how earwax smells like apricots boy i'm sure glad nobody can hear my thoughts and Joe? I'm thinking on that note, it's time to move on. Say hello to Kitty and Piggy from Bitches Get Riches. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. This is what makes the live shows worth it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, hello. Ooh. Yes. And so for the people listening, Piggy say hello. Tessa. Hello. And Kitty say hello. Hello. Oh, no. Still we'll no share. Kitty. Yeah, we'll share. Yeah, good. It's all good. Your, your blog has attracted so many people to the fire movement and so many people just to financial independence. Anybody up here besides me read Bitches Get Riches? Yeah. Hello, Bitch Nation. <laughs> that is absolutely a plant that we planted $20 into her pocket. <laughs> That's perfect. Uh, but when you guys started out, I remember you exploded on the scene, but it's the way that you write. How do you, how do you come up with these fantastically different ways of framing these same... You know, somebody said to me once, there's only six different things to talk about, right? But you frame things so differently. How do you do that? Yeah, six is generous. I think there's about... There's three. three. There's Matt. three things. We've said them all. Spend less money. Make more. more money. Question marks. Those are the yeah. main three. But we, we write how we speak, and we speak how we think, and we wouldn't yes. want it any other way. Exactly. How do you two know each other? <laughs> we were randomly assigned roommates freshman year of college, and we were in a forced triple with a third person who Who we hated. We (laughs) hated. Jordan, we're calling you out. You're a bad person. We watched you slowly starve your fish to death. (gasps) No. Yeah, she's a bad person. It's true. Yeah, thank you. You're on our side. And out of that adversity was formed. A friendship that could withstand a hit from, what's Thor's hammers called? Thor's. Thank you. I knew you you know. They complete each other's sentences. Wow. Yeah. That's so good. We complete each other's sandwiches. (laughs) That's true, too. So not only has the blog won a bunch of awards, but this year they won the Plutus Award for Best Podcast. Congratulations. So why did you want the podcast? Because you can tell, you know, podcasting is where it's at. Big money. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're making the big bucks. We're making them podcast dollars now. Uh, No, I think what it really came down to was we met a couple of people in person, and we thought we were fantastic writers. By the way, we thought we were, like, just the best writers. Like, so so clear, so concise. These are lies. We're long-winded and confusing. But we met people in person who were like, 
my God, you actually like to talk to each other? Do you know how rare that is in the personal finance space? You should start a podcast. And we were like, all right, person Fine. we just met, we'll do whatever you say. Great advice. <laughs> and that's, that's the way we started, too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I thought of you immediately when I read a study that came out recently because the types of topics you, you talk about at Bitches Get Riches is very similar to this piece of, uh, of th- th- this, this great study from um, a place called Nonfiction, and it is called The Secret Financial Lives of Americans. And we've already talked about this once on the show but I really wanted to get your take on some of these things that, that are just very disturbing statistics about what we don't talk about with our money in America. And the first statistic is 150 million people in America report that they've cried about their money. 150 million. And when, you and, when, when we were talking earlier, you said you thought that number was low. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, very yeah. unsurprising. It it surely is bigger. There's a few other ones on here. 37% of people say they've gone to bed hungry because they didn't have enough money for food. 12% say they've stolen something. Have you stolen anything before? My lawyer has advised me that based on what happened between the two of us... Did you just go in the tunnel and you didn't get caught? Between... Between what happened to the two of us at Filene's Basement in downtown Boston, a location which is now closed, may I just say. In 2004. Prove it. They were different times. <laughs> Allegedly. Which Allegedly. is to say, no. Allegedly. Prove otherwise. Move on. Next question. <laughs> Filene's Basement, it wasn't Kitty's fault. It was not Kitty's fault you went under. I, I mean, I remember that. I remember being in, in, in high school, and uh, I had to drive 25 miles to school. And don't get me wrong, I'm, there's a lot of people doing way worse than me. It was uphill both ways. It was uphill both ways. No shoe. I had to wear this. Yeah. The, uh, 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 but I stole money out of the cash box because I, I was consistently broke. Naughty but, uh, boy. 12% of people have stolen something. 5% of people admit to having eaten food out of the garbage. But this also is not just a poor problem. Well, 150 million people say that they've cried, about nearly 50% of people who make over $250,000 a year say they've cried about money. So where does this start, Piggy? I mean, where do we start to solve some of these, we're all unhappy secretly about our money and we're doing some of these things that we're not, we're not happy with? I think first, yes, cry. Cry alone. That's the correct first step, cry. <laughs> and then learn to cry together. <gasps> That's so good. Girl, you're so Thank smart. you. I workshopped oh that for like 30 minutes. My co-blogger, everyone. She's Thank so you. wise. No, but I, I think that's like, you know, to toot my own horn, we're all here so that we can cry together. We're all here to build a community and erase the stigma of talking about money so that we can find solutions together and we can help each other out and we can work on this, you know, community-based approach to personal finance that, God willing will make it so that we never have to cry about it again. A hundred percent. It is the secrecy, the silence, the shame around money that keeps people from working together to solve their problems. And it makes it feel like whatever problem you're experiencing with your money, like you're in it alone, you're not. There's you're not alone. 15 bajillion people who are experiencing the exact same problem and you just can't talk to them because you feel like you can't. And it's all an illusion. And the more we can tear down that wall, Mr. Gorbachev, tear, tear down, down that this wall. wall. I don't know where to go with it. <laughs> you weren't expecting it from the kids born journey. in 87, were you? <laughs> this is what I get when I read their stuff, too. I just go, wow. It is, it is fantastic. No, but you know what? The next set of stats that I want to read go right where you two ladies are going because we share things that are so fake, and we don't talk about the stuff that's real. I mean, you're not kidding about crying. Have a good cry. Oh, all the freaking time. Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah. So listen to these. People share. This is what people share on social media. 61% of people share where they went on vacation. 51% share photos from that vacation. 40% share their most recent big purchases. 30% share their new home or the new cool place that they're renting. Those are the top things people talk about on social, according to this piece. The bottom things, 14% of people talk about salaries, Mm. Wow, by the way, 65% of us in the study say we're all underpaid. And you saw the the number was closer to 70% for women. 
And it's, it is a fact that being transparent about your salary is the fastest way to close the gender and racial wealth gaps mm-hmm. and income gaps. Yes, that is right. So we're not talking about it and we feel underpaid. That's completely backwards. Talk about it. Talk, especially with your coworkers, but other people in your field, people you mentor, your friends, your loved ones. Talk about those salaries because if you're being undercompensated, it, I mean, the first step to helping that is having confirmation that it is so and getting you know, advice from that community to, uh, to change it. Exactly. If you're concerned, for example, that you're a 34-year-old woman who cannot stop saying the thoughts that come up in her head... Sounds familiar. No matter how inappropriate the setting, you know what? Just go ahead and lean into it and look your, your coworker who started two weeks ago dead in the eye and say, here's my job level. I make 110 every year. How about you? What they offer you? Yeah. Thank you, Gwen. <laughs> it is if you think what do you think is going to happen if you tell people in your life how much money you make the worst possible thing that can happen is that they say my that was a non sequitur like the best thing that can happen is Awkward. that they go I'm sorry you might have just changed my life right now by alerting me to something that I had no idea about which is that I'm very overpaid Or I'm very underpaid. I'm maybe the one dude on a team of like four ladies and I'm realizing now that I'm making 20% more than all of y'all. Golly gosh. It's not fair. Maybe we should do something about this. Golly gosh. I can't believe you said golly gosh. Golly gosh. We're trying to clean up our image. That was nice. <laughs> I was like, wow, they are I'm keeping it rated G for you. For you. I need appreciation, not criticism. And, it, and it's not just salaries that we keep private. 13% of us, only 13% talk about their debt. That's hard. 9% talk about their savings. 9% talk about net worth. 6% talk about their retirement investments. And what's happening because of that is that travel revenue is back through the roof because that's what we share on social media. Real estate now has surpassed stocks by a lot based on our first headline about how great real estate's been the past few years. And that is, according to this piece, a lot because we're sharing real estate. It's badass to own cool real estate now. So, hey, look at what I overpaid for. <laughs> and then, the, and then the, uh, the third thing is social media focusing on images is soaring. Yet, savings rates at or near all-time low. Double the number of people have credit cards that have retirement accounts. Almost 20 million people have a shopping habit that's going to jeopardize a relationship or a career. Mm. So we need to start talking about this stuff. 100%. Let's normalize sharing Instagram photos. In Instas, is that what the children call it these days? No, they definitely don't call it that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> let's, let's normalize sharing our, our savings rate. Let's normalize sharing uh, the moments where we saved money or we e- increased our income or mm. we started investing rather than the moments that we let money sift through our fingers like sand. Who's with that? Whoa. Let's do it. Well, and you know what I like here, ladies? We have kind of the inner circle, right? If you came to Cincinnati, it's because you're already on this train and you already believe this stuff, but you have to be, you have to be the missionaries now. I mean, you've got to be the ones out talking about this stuff. You ready Did to you? do it? <laughs> Joe, are you, you saying just... everyone should take on a missionary position? <laughs> wow. <laughs> what? Oh, gee. They, wow. Oh, gee. Really? Oh, gee. Oh, gee. I'm, I'm the OG understudy. Almost I'm stop, clean Holy stop cow. stealing our shtick. <laughs> There's more ask, than enough to go around. I want to ask. We're going to have a fight up here. Uh, the, the last thing I want to ask you is this. You know, they talk about social media and how it's wrecking things and these conversations we're having are just getting worse because of it. The, the last thing I want to talk about is the last third of the study. They lay, lay a lot of the blame at banks. And that banks could be doing a hell of a lot more to help the average person instead of charging huge overdraft fees on people with no money and handing it for perks to rich people. Do you think that's fair? I do think that the accusation is, is fair, Your Honor. Uh, I, I, I put some stank on that, I think, maybe. <laughs> no, 
No, I think banks take a, a non-customer service approach to money. Um, you know, the, this whole cottage industry of financial, personal finance advice givers has sprung up because we aren't getting educated about this stuff in school. And we aren't getting educated about this stuff. Yeah, we but... should not exist. Why are you guys making us do this? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you should all know this by the time you're sophomores in high school. But mm. instead, and because yeah. no one teaches this shit. We have to get off our asses and write this stuff when we could be playing Final Fantasy VIII Remaster on the Switch. Hello. Hello. Thank Hello. you. <laughs> I want to end on this. What are you guys up to next? What's happening? I feel like you're always doing something different. What's going on with the bitches? I'm so glad you asked. Uh, <laughs> So we have launched a YouTube channel, and tomorrow night you can join us for our first YouTube live yeah. drunk anime. Awesome! Yeah, we we launched this like like five days ago. A we ago. have like fifty followers, and I don't know where they came from. Please, That's like my we TikTok are doing channel. a drunk AMA, and last night we were in our hotel room, and we found out that someone was playing Aladdin on the TV. So if that's happening again, we are going to be playing Aladdin in the background. So if you get bored with our financial advice, don't worry. Robin Williams is going to be hamming it up as the genie. Don't worry. Wow. So join us on, on our YouTube channel for a uh, live drunk AMA. Yeah. Awesome. Kitty Piggy and Robin Williams, give it up for Bitches Get Riches. Thank you, ladies. I'm swinging my partner. No idea what the I'm hell we're doing now. My whole partner. This is the way go. you say goodbye to Kitty and Piggy. I, got, I gotta go. I gotta, I gotta get out of here. Get, go, 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 go. Get, get, get. See you. See you. How great are they? They're amazing. Amazing. Now our boys are heading full steam ahead toward the show's big conclusion. Only the listener questions were left, and it'd be a wrap. But weirdly, the guys' minds weren't on the show at all. OG was thinking... I'm pretty sure the audience thinks I've been sober this whole time. I'm so glad Doug was driving. Do you think he knew about the roadies in the back? Probably not. More for me. And uh, as for Doug... Oh, this has to be one of my top five hair days of all time. Damn, I look good. And that dude in the third row, he's really into this. He's got to be a big fan. I mean, why wouldn't he be a big fan? (laughs) Hey there, fan. Buy me a bottle of bourbon, dude, and you can totally have an autograph after the show. And as for Joe... I think it's about time we go into our last segment. Paula... What a great live show. OG. OG. What am I doing? (laughs) Hey, OG. OG? Fantastic show. Oh, why, thank you. Why, thank you. Yes. What's some of the big, your big takeaways tonight? I, what, what have I learned from tonight? Well, I have learned never to sell or buy real estate from any company that begins with a Z and rhymes with pillow. Yes. And I learned to that point, I need to do real estate deals with Mr. Money Mustache. Because the beer's included. <laughs> I have learned uh, that if you try to dress like I don't even know who. Yeah, baby. You end up looking like some, like a hybrid Easy between. Easy there. <laughs> Easy. Barney and Teletubbies, I just got to say. <laughs> yeah, you're looking great, too. Oh, why, why, thank you. I know I am. But, you know, I got to say, I mean, you remind me of one million dollars. Million dollars. Million dollars. I do the, uh, yeah, baby. No, that's all I know. Uh, also, and uh, this idea of, of making the community bigger. I mean, there's a lot of people here mm-hmm. who are going to be okay. Yes. Right? There's a lot of people here doing great things with their money. And... I think it's up to us to widen the community. Right, right. Yeah, in, in all seriousness to what you said about us being missionaries, about us going out and being the proselytizers who take, you know, we, we may have a lot of financial literacy, but the bulk of people out there in the wider world don't because we don't have financial literacy in our schools, in our normal lives for, for the average mainstream person. And so the more that we can spread the message of good financial health out to our friends, family, colleagues, the better. I think that's great takeaways from you and I, but we always end the show one way. We have the official takeaways. 
Mr. Doug, what should we have learned today? So, what would the audience have learned if they weren't staring at their phones, Googling glamour shots of me the whole time? First, when it comes to real estate, think local. While some areas of the country might be overpriced, there are always markets where there still may be some value. Second, take some advice from Kitty and Piggy from Bitches Get Riches. Help lift up your fellow future money geek. What have you done to help someone in your community stop crying about money? It's more fun when we get there together. But the big lesson? Turns out that guy in the third row just had a problem with his contact lenses. So, I mean, my bad, dude. But you can still have an autograph, all right? It's cool. Big thanks to Kitty and Piggy for joining us today. You'll find them at BitchesGetRiches.com. And thanks to Doc G for helping out. You'll find him at Earn and Invest Podcast, wherever you're listening to us right now. Well, not literally, but, you know. And thanks to Diana, Miriam, and all the amazing people in Cincinnati. We'll hang out with all of you Cincinnati sons of bitches tomorrow at the Economy Conference. And finally, very, very special thanks to our friend Paula Pant for filling in for OG today. Nice job on 24 hours notice, Paula. It's an easy job, so that's, that's you know. Yeah, I'll tell OG that. Not, You'll not find her podcast, on. Afford Anything, wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Joe's Mob's Neighbor Doug signing off by saying, in the words of WKRP's Les Nessman, good day and may the good news be yours. playing the music, she's going to keep dancing. an up creek <laughs> right welcome to the after show <laughs> if you're new to stacky benjamins this is the part of the show that we don't talk about what happens here stays here in cincy everybody got that yes and i've already realized that bottle staying here in cincy that is not making it out of town <laughs> yeah but uh, uh doug doug had something very special he wanted to do as you could tell he's got a lot of love for cincinnati and he loves WKRP, and so you had an idea. I thought, I mean, we're all here together in this place, feeling the love. I think it's time to sing the theme song of Cincinnati, the WKRP theme song. Am I right? Come on, we can do this together. We're going to sing along. This is a sing-along. You're definitely not going to let me sing alone up here, right? That's not happening. Here we go. Baby... If you've ever wondered, are you kidding me? <laughs> wondered, wondered, whatever, whatever became of me. me. There we go. I'm living on the air in Cincinnati. Cincinnati WKRP. Right, that's enough of that. Of that's enough of that. That is enough of that. Thank you very much. What? Thank you. I love you, man, but that's what, enough what of that. Holy crap. We were just Stop getting hot. It. Stop. You know what's cool, though? We have some real singers. You guys want some real singers? Yeah. This is a kick-ass after show because you're about to hear a brand new song from the bitches. Who wants the bitches back up here? Fine. Kitty and Piggy, come on up. Check this out, huh? I'm very disappointed in all of you. You guys have heard the podcast, right? No? Bitch Nation? All right. We've written a few more verses for you. We We're are so legit. legit. We're multi-talented. Take notes, everyone. All right. Here we go. You guys ready? We were so ready. Born ready. Gird your loins. <laughs> <laughs> 
and gender wealth gap Well, there's hope because your life is dope because bitches get riches Bitches get riches Bitches get riches Bitches get riches And so can you world's on fire and you can't get hired at a wage that keeps up with inflation but there's still hope we'll show you life is dope because bitches get riches bitches get riches bitches get riches bitches get riches and so can you Thank you so much for coming. Thank you. Thank you, Cleveland! Well, Stackers, the show is over, but the party is just beginning here. You know why? Because it's Military Appreciation Month, and we are giving out shout-outs to all of our friends who have served in the military. And let's point uh, the finger right here at our good friend OG, who spent time in the military. And of course, we know what a giver he is, even when he pretends like he's being uh, Mr. Surly. Navy Federal offers member-only exclusive rates, discounts, and tools to empower their members to help them reach their goals. Visit NavyFederal.org slash celebrate, and you'll see all their Military Appreciation Month offers and other Navy Federal offers. They've got all kinds of resources on their site, like Best Cities After Service to help veterans transition to civilian life and Best Careers for Military Spouses to support military families. So much going on. Just head over to NavyFederal.org slash celebrate take a look at all the military appreciation month offers and their usual offers navy federal our members are the mission navy federal is insured by ncua equal housing lender